I want to eat a bowl of popcorn so bad right now. Just want, I just want to flip Gabe's hat upside down and put popcorn in it. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. In a world, a cursed boy named Cole stands before an ancient silver dragon who cannot free him alone. Cole's only hope lies in the actions of a group of adventurers who must bring metallic dragons back to this world. Today, their epic quest continues. So morning is going to crest into the Glade of the Nymphs, and all of you are going to be awoken again by birdsong and the sound of the wind through the leaves. Um, everything seems very still. It, it's that sort of quiet that happens in the morning before a day that's going to be particularly busy. Everything has, it, it's a calm before the storm kind of energy. Um, but there are already some of the nymphs and some of the dryads out and about uh, collecting fruits, setting things, setting food out for all of you. You know, your your bags have weirdly already been prepared. Where are our bags? They're all packed together outside of the inn. You notice that all of your rations... Just like, sit, just like sitting out on the dirt? <laughs> uh, I mean, they're in the grass, but like... Yeah, I mean, you're in the forest. There's not a whole lot of places that aren't, like, grass and dirt. All right. I might be alone in this, but I could swear I had my pack in my room last night. And now it's out here. You notice that nothing has been, like, messed with. There are some of your clothes have been folded and things like that. But other than your rations have been completely restored... You don't notice anything weird. Oh, I know exactly what happened. Oh, oh, I've heard stories about this. Oh, this is so exciting. So, 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 one time, there's this cobbler in in uh, in my hometown, and he left uh, his materials out one night on accident, and he came back in the next morning, and there was 22 boats built in his shop. And he was like, it must have been pixies. And, or gnomes, or pixie gnomes, and I bet you that's exactly what happened. Luggage gnomes? Yeah! I like to imagine so that Boat travels with, like, he, his traveling bag is like an old carpet bag from, like, the 1880s or something. Okay! <laughs> you know, that's, that's fine. Boat's a carpet bagger confirmed. You will, however, note that as all of you have assembled, Alita is not there. Nor uh-huh. is Felix. What about what about pack count? Is it like is it all of our packs? Like is the latest pack amongst ours? No. 
Well, maybe, maybe Alita did this, because I'm not seeing her pack amongst the rest. Oh my gosh, do you think she already left? Maybe, maybe she's she throwing eloped. us out of the glade. I don't think she would have left without us. She was always talking about how she wanted to get married. Oh, no, wait. She was talking about how she wanted to finish the holy mission. Yeah, that's, that's very different from getting married. Right, um, I, there's sometimes, like, the resolve, I get confused. Got it. Yeah, that's, it, it is a big commitment either way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, no, I think maybe, like, maybe she packed up our bags, and then, like, she's waiting at the cart, possibly? Is there anybody around? There are some of the nymphs and the dryads in the glade that are, you know, moving around. Um, you also notice Felix is scampering toward the group. Ah, here's Felix. Hello, yeah. Felix. Yeah. He uh, trots over to Solinar and uh, puts his mouth on Solinar's pant leg and tugs at him. All right, easy, easy. The last time you did this, I had a hole that I needed more fabric to sew shut. So and the time before that, you tugged on his pants and his pants came right off. It was pretty embarrassing. Well, I had just come back from relieving myself. I hadn't tied my belt yet. We don't have that problem today. I was thinking that the last time Felix did this, Johannes lost a butt ton of hit points. <laughs> oh, that wasn't my pants. That's when he uh, bit right through my foot. <laughs> I could actually see the bone. <laughs> tiny little teeth, very sharp. Those aren't tiny. That those are those are vicious. It went through metal. <laughs> actually, it did. That that's that's fair. So easy, Solar. Felix. Easy. Say, where's Alita, Felix? We're supposed to be getting ready to go, and I don't see her around. Where's Alita, boy? Is she? Did she fall down the well? Is she trapped down there? <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> Felix, you know I don't speak dragon. He starts, like, trot, he trots, like, three steps away and then turns to look at you. Solinar will grab his pack, sling it over his shoulder, and be like, well, I guess lead on, and follow Felix. Uh... Koza also grabs his pack and follows Solnar, who's following Felix. Following the dragon, the dragon, the dragon. Yeah, Boat grabs his carpet bag and follows suit. Johannes? Yeah, I do some dances at the back and I sing the traditional dragon following song. I'm so excited to hear the traditional dragon following song. What devil amigo, Sean? dragon. Was this something? Was this was this in Swedish? I don't know what Swedish is. This is a traditional dragon following song. <laughs> bork 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 dragon. <laughs> uh, so you all come to a waterfall near the far end of the glade. Alita is standing, like, right by the edge of the water, and she turns to you guys when you come by. This is a further away part of the Glade of the Nymphs. It's more isolated and quiet. Uh, until you guys showed up, Alita was the only person there. Oh, I thought you said it's isolated and quiet until we showed up, and Johannes burst through, and he's like, <laughs> Ingash Dosti! Oh, oh, hello, Alita. Oh, all of you are here. I peaked well, yeah, the audio on that one. Yeah, we've got all, we've got our packs. They were mysteriously outside of our lodging and filled up with rations. 
which I don't know if we have you to thank for that or somebody else, but yeah, it looks like we're all ready to go. Like head out towards the, uh, was it the bronze temple? Yeah. The bronze temple. Yes. Um, it, it was me who did that. Um, what? It wasn't the boat building gnomes. I'm sorry. The what? The, the BB, uh, geez. Uh, yeah, so you guys know the BBG of this game is not going to be the horrible chromatic dragons and their priests. It's going to be gnomes. Boat Bro- building elegant gnomes. Yeah, I'm familiar with the acronym. <laughs> um, okay. I needed to speak with you. Um, uh, this is, this is hard. I am not going to go with you through the forest. Does that mean you finally trust us to do on our own? I'm going to meet you at the Temple of Bronze. Well, the Shrine of Bronze. We need to go there before we can get into the temple. So I'm going to meet you all at the Shrine, but I I have questions that I need answered. Like, like who ate the last of your rice bow? Because I think I know who it was. My father has a lot to answer for. And I'm getting those answers. Where are you going to go? I'm going to go to the Feywild. This is a dramatic shift from what, like, yesterday, the day before, where we were like, oh, your your parentage is really important. You were like, nah. Because it isn't. But him abandoning my mother and... If everything in my mother's letter is true, then he could have helped against the chromatic dragons during the draconic war and he didn't what are you gonna say to him when you find him i haven't worked that out yet i mean i think you really should figure that out before you embark on this because you don't want to get up to him and just have unfocused anger uh i also have a mace it can be focused into the mace you know very well that violence isn't a great way to handle these kind of interpersonal family disputes I wouldn't know. I've had one family member. Now, apparently, I have other family members. But I I admit that my experience is limited. But if he could have helped and he didn't, I need to know why. I have no desire to rekindle a relationship with him or to have one. There's nothing to rekindle. But he never showed up for 75 years And my mother died without him. Let me ask you a question. Let's say you find him, you ask him why he didn't help, and he gives you an answer. What changes at that point? No matter what the answer is, what changes? I know that at least he's thought about it. So what's going to happen to the holy mission? Nothing's going to change. I'm going to meet you guys at the Shrine of Bronze, and then we'll continue our journey from there as we have. But going through the forest, the Alarian forest, to the Azrai Lock, going to Aberdeen, and then getting to the shrine is going to be all of you. You guys have shown before that I have... You all have not been what I've expected, but we have the first relic, and we got the first key. And it's because of you all that that happened. Well... It's because of Sol in our boat and Johannes. No offense, Kosa. Um, I Ouch. I wasn't going to, but now I wonder if I should. 
Well, I think this is an opportunity for you to show Koza that you're a you're a valuable and very powerful member of the team as we go and get the second relic. You know, this will be a real like proving ground sort of situation. Um, as for you, Alita, I I honestly think this is the right choice. I think I think there's going to be a lot that you can learn from spending even just a little bit of time with your family because you know, family's really important. I'm not going to have a relationship with him or have some kind of weepy reunion. I'm getting answers out of him. Nothing I think this is a bad idea. I think it's a bad idea because you're going into it with a chip on your shoulder and you've gotten along uh, for this amount of time without having to worry about this. And I think all you're doing is you're just picking at scabs and you're not going to be happy with what you find underneath no matter what's there. I, I agree with Boat. It doesn't seem like, you know, if 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 you're just going because you want an answer, you know he's going to give you one of a handful. And I don't see how that all of a sudden is important when we're trying to find the next relic. I, I The only reason that I'm on this mission is because I really want to see you succeed because you believe in me and I believe in you believing in me and that makes me believe in you. And I'm not going to tell you not to do it. I'm just saying... You need to go in there with an agenda, get it done, and get out. And don't let your sentimentality get the better of you, because you've gotten along just fine without having to deal with this before. And honestly, this isn't going to change anything. You're going to walk out of this situation the exact same as you walked in. Nothing will change. You'll have an answer that you may or may not be happy with, but it's not going to materially affect anything. So just bear that in mind and try to check your anger at the door to the Feywild. If my father is who my mother says he is, I'm going to need to do that lest something go awry in the Feywild. I don't know why you're taking such a big risk, Alita. We take risks, but it's for the holy mission. This seems like a distraction. And you're right, it is, but... It's been eating at me. I've been trying to push it down. I've been trying to ignore it, but I'm angry. I'm really angry. And if I'm going to do my responsibilities and cleanse the space and get the relics, I can't have this in my head. So she's gonna take off the mirror pendant uh, walk up to Johannes and put it over his head. I need you to keep this safe for me until we meet again at the Bronze Shrine. Alita, no matter what happens, I will protect this mirror pendant with my life to the point where I'll even, if I die, be reborn just to protect this mirror pendant. Well... All that I can hope is that you're safe. All of you. I'm... I know that this is stupid. I know that this is a dumb choice. But the mirror pendant's gone quiet to me since all of this. And if I'm going to hear it again, I have to cleanse my head of everything else. So in order to speak with the mirror pendant again, you need to engage in a little bit of... Self-reflection. 
yes, boat. And then the opening that... to CSI Miami plays. This <laughs> <laughs> really like deep emotional moment, and then just yeah, and the cranberry CSI zombie Miami. is playing in the background. In your head, in your head, <laughs> dragons, dragons. <laughs> That's all. That's normally all that goes on in Alita's head is just dragons. <laughs> she's like a she's like a twelve year old. <laughs> all right. I'm aware that this is dumb, but it's what I need to do. So, you all are going to travel through the forest. You're going to head to the Azrai Lock. You're then going to take the river from the Azrai Lock to Aberdeen. If you get lost or have any troubles, I'm pretty sure Johannes will be able to communicate with the Pendant. If he can't, Koza or Solinar might be able to. Hey. What? Hello. Uh, are you sure about that? There's a certain amount of ability to commune and emotional resonance to communicate with the Pendant that- I'm very emotional. Mr. I'm the most passionate person in this party. That's part of the problem. What? Your emotions are going to cloud your ability to receive the emotions of the pendant. It's intuitive, and I just don't think you have that intuition, Mr. Boat. My emotions don't cloud nothing. I, when I get angry, it doesn't affect my judgment at all. And I'll learn you something if you want to keep talking about that. I, yeah, clearly is, Alita's never listened to Brandon when he says that he's going to enter a rage. <laughs> I, I will enter a rage. <laughs> going to rage. I think Boat is a practicing stoic. <laughs> so, are you guys going to be okay? No. Alita's gonna hug Johannes. I'm not gonna be okay. You just told me I'm an emotional wreck. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, you too, Boat? Yeah. So, um, the boat yep. got wrecked? Koza's gonna pick up Bull and hold him for a minute and a, a little little mushroom cap will sprout out of Bull's mushroom cap. And Koza plucks it and gives it to Alita. That's gross! Alita's going to take it very confused. <laughs> it's like if you hugged me and a hand came out of my chest and you cut it off and gave it to someone. Is that is that not how that works? Do you not hug and then tiny humans sprout out of your skin? Oh. That's how uh, babies are born. in my school told me that babies were made. Alita. Yes? I'm going to keep this mirror pendant safe no matter what. But you got to promise us that you're going to be there at the shrine when we get there. Because if you're not there, I don't know what we'll do. I can't take losing you after we've already lost Eek. That's unacceptable. We didn't lose Eek. Eek left. Hey, we're both emotional wrecks right now. We'll deal with this when we have cooler heads, but I need I'll, a promise from you, I'll Alita. throw a javelin at you. Eek. Boat, we have a very strict rule about not throwing javelins at party members, and ah. you know it. Ah. Johannes, I swear to you, on the mirror pendant, I will be at the bronze shrine when you all arrive. You're not going to lose me. I'm not going anywhere. We're going to see this mission through, all of us. That's good. Because we need you. And with Cole not being there, and with you not being there, 
I'm I'm scared nobody will even talk. We'll just be walking in silence. Look at all these stoics over here. I don't think with Boat and Solinar you have to worry too much about nobody talking. Koza, can I have one of those mushroom caps? Um uh, Koza looks at Bull. Bull uh kicks kicks its little legs angrily. Uh Alita's going to turn over to Koza. Yes, um I'm not not appreciative, but what is this? Um It's a tiny umbrella. Oh, well, I thought you could, um, use message through it. Oh, yes, that's a really good idea. Won't it rot, though? Well, I I think it should be okay. Because I mean, mushrooms rot. We are talking about a magic mushroom from the head of a magic mushroom, so, like, I, I don't know that normal rot rules apply. Open your DM's handbook to page 66 for rot rules. <laughs> no, the revised rot rules are coming out in Tasha's cauldron. Oh, those are the re-rots. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, just so you guys know, this is a really heavy homebrew campaign. I'm not using uh, raw rot. <laughs> Fungal rot is an optional rule akin to feats. Rotten, <laughs> rotten carnation. Yeah. So if you guys check the fungal rot chart that I mailed you guys at the beginning of this campaign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I, I thought those were just pictures of my feet. <laughs> oh, no. gross. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right. Listen, as upsetting as I know all of this is for all of us, I know two things. One, Alita isn't going to let the holy mission go off without her being you know, in it and part of it because she is kind of important to the whole mission at large. Two is that if this is something that Alita feels like is important, then we, as her supporting found family, need to recognize that and respect it because I think I personally would be in a similar situation, I think, if I found out that I didn't know who my dad was and then I did know who my dad was, I would want to track down where he was and why he never came to see me. And who knows, maybe this will end up being great for the party. Maybe Alita goes to clear the air and figure out what the hell, and it turns out that her dad was, like, trapped in a crystal prison, and then she frees him. And then, like, he's like, hey, thanks for freeing me from that crystal prison. And then he gives her, like, all kinds of treasure and powerful artifacts. And then we just clear through the rest. I think setting these kind of magical expectations for a family reunion with an absentee parent is only going to make the disappointment all the more crushing when the moment arrives. Look, look, look. All I'm saying is that the possibility that this turns out to be a benefit for the party and the mission exists. That's all I'm saying. Alita, we just need you to come back because we have to complete this mission because I didn't tell anybody this, but I did go ahead and buy us something commemorative for when it's for when we've succeeded. And it's complete. It's a big banner. And we're going to hang it from a couple of trees. And it says, holy mission accomplished. (laughs) I, Alita's, like, you can actually, like, see her eyes swelling up. And she's, like, impatiently sort of wiping at her eyes. And she goes, you don't have to worry. I will be back. I, I promise. I swear on the mirror pendant and everything I believe in. I will see this mission through with all of you. And she kind of turns to Solonar. We're you consider us family? Well, yeah, like we we all travel together. 
and we have to share a lot of the same space and yeah we get on each other's nerves on a regular basis but like what family doesn't get on each other's nerves on a regular basis you know of course we're family i've spent more time with you guys than my actual family in the past few years now get in there go beat up your father or whatever it is you plan to do and get back here so that we don't have to continue spending so much time hanging out with the boat building gnomes. Look at them, they're so cute. All right, please, all of you, be safe. I want you all intact when we get to the bronze shrine as well. She's talking to you, oh, I gnomes. Don't, I don't think you have to worry about us. There's four of us, and we're all very capable adventurers. In my case, I'm very literally capable. She points at Bull. There are five of you. Well, I wasn't, I don't know Bull's adventuring capacity yet. Bull might be more of a pacifist. Felix jumps up on Alita's shoulder and she just kind of like pats his head. Is it all right if Felix comes with me? Or do you all need him with you? Uh, That's your pseudo dragon. Yeah, I think we'd all be more comfortable if Felix was with you. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I'd be concerned that Felix would be more heartbroken than... Johannes is right now, honestly, which is pretty heartbroken. Let's be real. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be I'm pretty, okay. I'm pretty heartbroken. It's going to be okay, Johannes. We're all going to be together again. I promise you. On anything you need me to promise on, we will be together again, all of us. I tell you what, if we don't see you at the bronze shrine, then I I I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I feel pretty confident saying we're coming in after you. And you all tearing around the Feywild would be a horrible, horrible debacle, so... I'll, I'll do you one better. How about if you don't come back, we're going to abandon the mission? How's that for motivation? <laughs> I hate this plan. <laughs> well, you need a dragon priestess to get this going, so I have to stay alive because... I don't think Emberlyn is going to do this with you. She might. She likes us. She's got such mm. bad hair. I wouldn't want to be uh, around her anyways. Oh, she tried to choke you to death with gas. What do you mean she likes us? Exactly. Yeah, everyone who likes Boat tries to choke him at some point or another. <laughs> that only makes Boat like them more. Oh, no. <laughs> Why? Gross. Guys, we're having such a sentimental moment. Why? Why is this <laughs> happening? All right, so Alita is going to kind of nod and see you guys off to the edge of the Glade of the Nymphs. Is there anything else you guys need to do before you leave? I'd like to visit the pastry shop and stock up on some fresh pastries. Uh, okay. Um, so while there is a, there's a, there's a small little bakery that's carved into a tree. Is it called Glaze? Is it called Glaze of the Nymphs? Uh, it is not, but if that's how you want to refer to it, you're more than welcome to. Copyright I was thinking Brandon someone was going to make a Keebler elf joke. What is it called? It doesn't have a name. It's the, the Glade of the Nymphs. That's poor branding. Yeah. The Glade of, look, when you're the only bakery in the entire Glade. I wait till some, wait till some other that's... ambitious nymph opens up another bakery and they've got some marketing power behind them. This no name, the literal no name bakery is going to find itself in a world of hurt. Yeah, that's the sign outside is the best bakery in the Glade of the Nymphs. So you walk in through the carved wooden door and a little bell tinkles 
the smell of like hot, hot honey and fruit just sort of washes over you. Say, uh, Baker, what, uh, what's your freshest, what's some of your freshest stuff? So you see nothing until a tiny pixie, uh, flits up from under the counter. What are you looking for? I was open for some, like, maybe a loaf of savory bread and then maybe some sweet pastries. Um, let me see what I have. I did just pull these oat cakes out of the oven. Oh, I'll take those. All right. Um, let's see. She kind of, like, looks you over. Hmm. What was the name of your favorite childhood pet? My favorite childhood pet was this little mouse that lived at the monastery with me and my dad and all the other monks. His name was, uh, Martin. Martin Mouse. <laughs> it's a sick Redwall reference, dog. So, as you are explaining the memory of the mouse, it slowly starts becoming fainter and fainter until you forget what you were talking about. In exchange, you get two loaves of, of bread and seven oat cakes. Oh, yeah, eat that yeast over here. All right, the yeast has been yeeted. However, you no longer have any memory of your mousy friend. The yeast was yot. Please use proper grammar on our podcast. I am the yotin one. All right, so Boat's going to take his uh, bread and his, his oat, like, honey oat cakes or whatever and put them in his bag. He's like, you know, I would be remiss if I left without saying this, but I really feel like you're doing yourself a disservice. I'm a, I'm a bit of a self-promoter. I like to make sure people know who I am and where I've been. I really think your bakery could, uh, I really think you could improve your customer base if you gave yourself a name. Let me make a suggestion. You can take it and use it if you want. Uh, Glaze of the Nymphs. I will take it under advisement. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Uh, Koza. Yes. Johannes. Solinar. Anything else you guys want to do? Um... I think we're all ready to go. Do we know where we're going? Like, do we know how to get there, I mean? Uh, to the Azurai Lock, yes. Okay. You travel southwest through the forest. Is there a path, or are we just cutting through the trees? You're going to be cutting through the trees for the most part. Do we have a compass? Probably. Do you have one in your adventuring gear? <laughs> I don't think Solinar has one. How does Solinar not have a compass? Does Solinar seem like much of a navigator to you? He strikes rolled, me as somebody who doesn't like getting lost. I rolled a d6. Odds yes, evens no. Boat has a compass. No, no. <laughs> look in your inventory. That's not going to fly. Aren't compasses kind of expensive? Yeah. Like, like, if we had like a needle and a magnet and a bucket, we could make one. <laughs> it costs a hundred gold, according to this. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't suspect that unless we decided to buy a compass that we have a compass. We'll have to navigate by the sun and the stars. Uh, do any of you have cartographer's tools? No. Who do you think well, we are? The BBGs? <laughs> I have woodcarver's tools. Does that help? I have a checkers board. Can I see this conversation is going on while we walk down the path out of the yeah. glade? Yes. yes. 
I also have vehicles parentheses land in my tools, so I'm gonna say we have a van. No, that is in your proficiencies, not in your equipment. I'll show. Don't I'll show you, you the D and Brandon Dingus. I'll, I'll show you the D and D Beyond screenshot. Thank you very much. Yeah, you do. I'm gonna tell you right now, as the DM, the land vehicle you have is the pony cart. <laughs> yeah, you have the pony cart. That's we need the a mystery vehicle. machine. So wait, we're taking the pony cart on an un... Like, there's no road, and we're just taking it through the bumpy forest and trying to navigate through... That's what you guys are trying to do, yeah. Wait, wait, so we're gonna wait. have to put some treads or something on the pony cart. Well, we, we can't, like, continually ford the river, because then we'll die of dysentery. Mm -hmm. Is there not a path to this place? Is there no roads? I get lost even when there are roads, so I, I really worry about... The elven You're forest, where go we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> You're gonna go through the forest, uh, and it's going to be, like, untouched terrain for a little bit. You will eventually find a path. Um, Bolt, do you know the way? The, uh, Bolt, uh, taps its feet excitedly and runs in a circle. Oh my gosh, look, he's as lost as we are. Koza follows the Bolt in a circle. Um... Bull turns around, frustrated, and, like, stomps its feet, and then jumps excitedly. That thing's gonna explode. Uh, I, I have it's no strange, idea. It's strange that there is now a character that must communicate exclusively through mushroom miming. Well, stomps and running, apparently, are how it does things. It doesn't have arms! What is it supposed to do? <laughs> I don't... I don't understand mushroom running. It's not a language I picked up in any of my years of traveling around these lands. Um, so, Koza, if you've got if you've got any insight into what's going on here, uh, so Johannes, as all of this is happening, you feel an urge to look at yourself in the mirror pendant because it's a mirror and you are attractive and wonderful and beauteous. Um, However, your reflection fades and in the mirror uh, becomes a needle pointing, like the image on the compass becomes a needle pointing you in a particular direction out of the glade. Oh man, we don't know where to go. I'm so confused. And as such, I should do what always gives me answers and look at my beautiful face. Hey, that's not my face. That's an arrow. I don't want one of those. I don't even have a bow. Well, you're not a coward, so of course you don't. God, you are throwing so much shade at my poor baby Warren. Well, I guess I should close this mirror pendant that's obviously pointing at something, but I'm not something I need right now because I need a picture of myself so I can the feel more confident. The pendant doesn't close. It's just like a flat, like, mirror. Click. That, that does, there's nothing to click! He turned it off. Sounds like he you just... Sounds like he just snapped the mirror pendant. <laughs> Broken in half. I held down the button on the side for Can five seconds. With a better concept of magic, please take the mirror pendant from Johannes. I think Alita was remiss in giving it to him. No, Alita said I was too much of an emotional wreck to carry the pendant, so I don't want it. I might break it or something. All right, Johannes, did you say there was an arrow on the pendant? Yeah. And just now, when Boat said he couldn't take it because he's an emotional wreck, it made me realize that maybe it was pointing out something, 
to me because I'm not. And it is. It's probably a path through this forest. Or maybe it's a path to more food. Or Your maybe some not more boat building wreck. gnomes that we can befriend. Or maybe it's another giant mushroom that speaks in pantomimes. Or maybe I mean, it's... I mean, some of those options are definitely better than others, but it beats standing around here arguing about which way we're going. Let's do it. Okay, everyone. The pendant has spoken. We go this way. All right. It leads you out of the forest. Well, it leads you out of the forest. That was fast. Not <laughs> it leads you out of the glade of the nymphs and into the out forest. Out of the forest and into the fleur frying forest. As you step outside of the glade, the space behind you changes so suddenly that you find yourself standing in the center of a clearing that looks nothing like the space you remembered stepping into. Golden light filters green through the verdant canopy and the dense forest around you feeling heavy with the stillness of wild places. Small motes of light dance around the space, and a soft, warm breeze rustles the surrounding leaves as well as your hair. Everyone's hair but Boat, who does not have hair. We've been over this. Well, we were over that in the Discord chat. <laughs> you hadn't heard the note part. Oh, these are my favorite notes. E-flat. <laughs> now, I understand that our hair is rustled. How are our jimmies? I mean, how emotionally messed up are you that Alita is not with you right now? I mean, I think Solinar's jimmies are moderately rustled then, if that's the gauge. Yeah, three jimmies, please. There's three. Some, yeah. Three jimmies. Onward. Sooner we get there, the sooner we're reunited with Alita after she beats up her dad. As you walk into the paths somewhat unknown, you come across a fork in the path. Yep. Oh. Been here before. I'm just going to take this. This is mine now. <laughs> that the, the two roads diverge in a verdant wood and sorry you could not travel both. Being one party long as you stood, uh, one side has rustling bushes. The other you can hear faint music. Did you hear rustling bushes on one side? <laughs> rustling, not wrestling. I've dropped the elbow on one of the bushes. Are you canonically dropping the elbow on a bush? No. I don't know what you're doing or not doing. You've done so many things that I think are jokes that are not that I have to ask now. Johannes, which way does the, the, the mirror point now? Oh, good question. Let me just let me use this fork to pick it up. Uh, are you looking at the mirror pendant, Johannes? Yes. Yeah. All right, um, so the arrow is not going left or right. It's going straight between either of those paths. We're going in between. In betwixt. I'm sorry. Is the cart even going to fit? No. Yeah, the arrow says so. Does anybody have reduce and large? Maybe we can just um, choose either one. Boat, you ask that question every time we enter a situation like this, and at no point has any of us had reduce in large. Well, Bull wasn't with us before. Actually, that's a fair question. Hey, Koso, what kind of what kind of magical spells can that tiny mushroom man cast? Uh, Koso looks at Bull. Bull sort of looks up at Koza, you think, based off of how it is moving. It does not have a face, so you're not sure. Um, and it just kind of blankly, you think, stares at you. This actually brings up an important point about Bull's anatomy that I really need to know. Yeah? Feet. It has uh, little feet. 
Yeah, I, right. Describe those feet. Are they uh, human feet attached to us? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they're basically <laughs> Is it like Smurf feet? Yeah. They're just like little nubs. Like it's got legs and then like just a little, little nub at the bottom. Like it's like cat does it have, paws. Does it have a hundred of them? And then just <laughs> it's no, a micopede. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Help me understand. No, it, it doesn't. So essentially, hold on. Does it have one? Because I gotta tell you, I've got a, I've got an image jumps. in my head of what this thing looks like. And I know everybody else has the same image in their head of this. Are you and sure? I, and I hope it doesn't. Can we teach it how to Dougie? Uh, it doesn't have arms. Ah. It's just got little human feet. Well, it doesn't have human no, feet. No, it's got little nubs, whatever that means. <laughs> I know. The, the trouble we is... Chill. It's the a leg is, with a nub on it. What does that mean? It's got six tongues that it uses to propel itself, <laughs> like flagella. Oh god, like a like a mushroom squid. It's got a large muscular foot like a snail. <laughs> those are those are human feet. They're just in shoes. <laughs> those are smurf feet. Yes, so it has smurf feet. I thought he was taller than that. No, he a chubby baby. He a chonk shroom. He a chunky baby. Stop insulting my beautiful mushroom friend. As, All right, uh, the point is he doesn't ha- appear to have reduce and large. <laughs> Otherwise, he would reduce those gross feet. Look at how huge they are. <laughs> For listeners, um, these will pro- this will probably go on the Twitter at some point. Um, Chapman would come into my store, and I just drew dozens of concepts for bowl as he's like trapped in my store and i'm looking up the weirdest mushrooms i can find and be like what about this how about this does this look okay this went on for an hour i'm yep. glad you picked the human foot variant <laughs> all of them have that foot those feet i'm koza a human one, foot variant one day <laughs> One day, Bull's gonna take off those shoes, and we're gonna be like, oh my god, it's got seven toes. Uh, no, it doesn't look like that. Whatever Gabe just posted is not what it looks like. Oh, yeah. For sure. Well, you said he doesn't have arms, but you didn't say anything about pecs or abs. I will tell you, the first one he sent is not too far off of what I had imagined, but... (laughs) We're talking about, like, all this image stuff. This is an audio podcast. This is useless information and no, useless no, audio. No, it's not. No, it's not. Here we go. So uh, what what Gabe has shared is there's an orange cap, and it's got little kind of squinchy eyes. Um, and then below that is a very ripped male physique. Basically, um, it's Boat's body with a mushroom head. You know, I as I understand it, Boat wishes he were this ripped. I mean, honestly, if Boat wore a sun hat, <laughs> <laughs> paint some spots. So, okay, Evelyn. Well, I, got a, I guess I, we're going down the middle of this road, right? I got another option. If uh, nobody has reduced and large, does anybody have fireball? Perhaps we can just choose either path. Maybe they both lead to the same place. What if? That. Sounds like a good idea to me. Yeah. What if we split the party and some of us go left and the others go right? Wait, did anybody hear that? I could swear a voice just muttered, sounds like a good idea to me. I think we're being followed. Okay, so what, yeah. do, we see, what do we see on the two paths again? 
So on one side had some rustling bushes. The other, you can hear faint and distant song. Oh, I'm going to tackle into those bushes because we just heard those weird voices so we know we're being followed. Unhand, your, un unhand yourself, fiend. All right. So you are running into the bushes? Yes. Form tackle. So as Johannes leaps on to this bush, you notice that he doesn't sink into it at any point. He begins to rise, and you see oh. that he is oh, no. that he is on top of a furred back, a large furred back. It looks like the body oh. of a bear until you see the face of an owl rise from the bushes and let out a horrifying shrieking sound. You have awakened an owl bear from its slumber, and it's angry. This is not um, the kind of bear that Boat was hoping to encounter. <laughs> yep. And then we smash cut to Baja Men. <laughs> and then we smash cut to Baja Men.